the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. You know, we're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, an awesome door of opportunity has been opened to all of us who've been born again. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with God. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is made available to all of us, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with God like He wants with us. One of the reasons why is because too many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that can be done by each and every one of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There is a pathway that each of us can follow that will get us to the place where we have a close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with you and me. Come on, y'all. Let's learn about how to get there so we can get there and have that close, intimate relationship with God that He wants with you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 118. Let's do stanza number five. See, when we call upon the Lord in trouble, God will deliver us from the trouble. Stanza number five says, I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. He called upon him in distress. Now, in the literal Hebrew, it says out of distress. In the literal Hebrew, it says out of distress. It, It is a difference. The difference is that the situation was distressed, but he wasn't. The situation was distressed, but he wasn't. Because he spoke out of a distressed situation. He didn't speak from a distressed state of mind. Because if you're all distressed and you're calling upon God, you ain't in faith. Does that make sense? But in you, you can be in the midst of a distressed situation and not be distressed in it. Call upon God and, and, you, and pretty soon you ain't going to be in it. Because God will deliver you and put you into a large place. He said he answered me. He said, he said I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me. Glory to God. That word answer right there means eyed you. God, I eye you. Praise God. Generally, it means to heed you. He heeds you, listens to you, pays attention to you. But I like this one. By implication, it means to respond. To respond. In fact, if you really get into it, he don't just respond. He responds by talking. He speaks. That's like out cold. Because when God speaks, things changes. When God speaks, things happen. 
and God will deliver you and place you into a large place. That word large place is talking about enlargement, but it literally means an open place. It means enlargement, but it literally means an open place. Well, God done pull you out of your little tight spot and put you into a, a large place, an open space. Hallelujah. Now, the resulting mindset of calling upon the Lord is found in stanzas six and seven. The resulting mindset of calling upon the name of the Lord is found in stanzas six and seven, which means when you call upon the Lord, this is what your mind is supposed to kick into. Stanza number six. It says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Remember I told you he will strengthen you in your mind? This is the thought he's going to put up in there, that I'm with you. I got you. I'm right there with you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. So from that point forward, that's your mindset. Right after you pray, notice you can still be in the situation, but you still got this mindset. You can still be in the situation. You can look around and you'll still see everything all jacked up, backed up, messed up, tore up from the flow up, wondering whether you're ever going to go up. But then when you get back in faith and call upon the name of the Lord out of your distress, God will put a thought in your mind and let you know I'm right there with you. And because I'm with you, what's man going to do to you? I'm on your side. Hallelujah. Man, when you know God's on your side, you can make it through. Come on now. Yes, you can. I said, yes, you can. When you know God's right there with you, shoot, you can go ahead and become all outspoken at that point. You ain't got to get quiet no more now. You can be all outspoken. I remember, I remember, I remember when I was a little young fellow, praise God. And once in a while I find myself in some trouble, praise God. Because I was one of those little kids talked a lot. Amen. Talk a lot of yak. Are you listening to me? Y'all don't know nothing about that. You know, talk stuff. Praise God. I used to play the dozens a lot. Praise God. Back in the hood a long time ago, that's when you talk about somebody's mama. Praise God. You do your, you know, your mama jokes and stuff like that, you know. And I ain't going to do none of them right now just in case some of it was traumatic to you. I was delivered from all of that anyway. Praise God. I don't talk about your mama no more. Praise God. But it, I don't do that no more. I'm too busy talking about my father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But back in the day, I used to do a lot of talking, used, you know, and sometimes people would try to take me on, you know, because they used to think that they was king of the you mama jokes and stuff like that. And they try to take me on until I go off on their mama. And then when I go off on their mama, sometimes they like sitting there all hurt and stuff. But they leave, you know, and then they just, you know, back out of the conversation, you know. But sometimes folk would want to meet me outside. Because like too many people was laughing at them and their mama, praise God, you know. And, and so they want to... Get me outside. I mean, one time, this one dude went and got him and two of his friends and met me on the way home, praise God. Came out the alley. We had alleys back, you know, in Detroit. He came out the alley, praise God. Got stepped out the alley with two of his boys with him and stuff like that. And he stepped out up on me and stuff like that. My name was, they, they, they called me Hot Rod back there. It's like, Hot Rod, man, you're going to have to pay for what you did up in there. And his boys was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These some big fellas too, praise God. You know, they were some big fellas. And I was like, oh, man, you know, I tried to joke my way out of it and stuff like that. My man told me, you ain't joking your way out of this whooping. Praise God, you know. You know, threw an explicative up in the middle of that. You, you, ain't, you ain't joking yourself out of this whooping. And I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I'm in distress. Praise God. <laughs> Till I looked on the horizon and saw Eddie, my big brother, who was eight years, three months, 27 days older than us. 
He was eight years, three months, 27 days older than me, which meant that brother was like a bunch of grades higher than I was. He wasn't like the next grade up. He like way older than us. Like when we was in elementary school, Eddie was in, in, like entering high school. And, 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 and I looked around the corner and I saw Eddie coming. So I just bought some time, praise God. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> you know how you buy some time? Oh, see, oh, see. You done messed up now, bro. You done messed up now. And they're like, look at you. You're still fat mouth. And I'm about to give you a fat lip to go with that fat mouth. I'm like, oh, see, you think that's what's happening. I'm thinking like, you better hurry up, Eddie. Come on. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> you think that's going to happen. <laughs> ah! Just stand up, stand up, stand up. And then he's like one of the guys, and they standing there looking at me like, they, they, they standing there looking at me like, like, oh, man, he about to get here. He about, cause we about, and they taking their coats off and stuff, stay there. Until Eddie stepped up behind him and stuff like that. And it was two other guys, and the guy was in the middle, and he stuck his hand on both of them and grabbed them and snatched them. And the guy in the middle, and he said, I take these two, you take that one. I'm like, oh, see. Thank you. Give, give me my hand, praise guys. See why? Because... Because my brother had me. He had my back. Are you listening to me? I had some help. Praise God. How about this? When God comes in, he, he, he'll, come, he'll step up, grab them all. And you ain't got to handle none of them. All you got to do is sit back and watch it come up on your enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now you can go ahead and fat mouth to the devil. Praise God. What? O.C., O.C. You you shouldn't have messed with me. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. Praise God. Because it says, the Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Ooh, I like that. Praise God. When he say he taketh his part with them that help you, that meaning that he going to side with the ones that come through, that try to come through for you. He's going to be able to come through, come through for you. He's going to lock arms with them so that they can be able to come and ja- he, he and them can come and jack somebody just for you. It goes on. It says in stanza number eight, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put your trust in man. Than to put confidence in man. Hallelujah. That's, that's, good, that's good teaching. Praise God. Well, anyway, God's going to come through. Because God, because God, because God, 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 God want to come through for you. Now he said, going back to stanza number six, he said, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. That word fear right there means to be a frightened. I will not be a frightened. See, when stuff come up your way, it can scare you. Mm-hmm, it can scare you. But we got no cause to be afraid once we've called upon the name of the Lord. Because we know that he hears our prayer. And because he hears our prayer, he's going to answer our prayer. So we already have confidence that it's just as though we have it now, even though we don't see it now. Morally, it means to revere. Meaning like respect. Sometimes we respect what the devil can do more than we do what God can do. We shouldn't respect the situation like it's so big and so bad. After we've called upon the Lord, who is so much bigger and so much better. Like, for instance, when, they, when them guys first stepped on me, I respected that. But I respected that. <laughs> In fact, I was a frightened, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but when Eddie stepped up, fear was gone. Respect was gone. I got the fat mouth and even more. Like, what, punk? 
step up on me. I'm about to hurt you. I'm about to jack you right in front of your little sissy friends. I was like talking all kind of stuff. And they like, you just boy, ooh. They was like, ooh. Even a couple of his friends like, was like, ooh. <laughs> so now you can disrespect the situation that's, that's around you now. You ain't got to respect it. You, gonna, you ain't going to hold me. You ain't stopping me. Why? Because God says he's going to help you. He taking part. He, he taking my part with them that help me. That word help right there means to surround. That is to protect and aid. Which means when you call upon the Lord, God sends some around you to surround you. To protect you with aid. Praise God. He'll surround you. See, in answer to our prayer, God may send somebody to help us. Just like Eddie came to help me. That was an answer to a prayer. He came. <laughs> But if he does, he takes our part with them to surround us, to protect us, and to aid us. Sometimes he sends a person. But even when he sends a person, don't worry about that. God's with that person. He's taking part with that person, and that person's there to aid you. But sometimes instead of sending somebody, God will handle it himself. Turn to Psalms number 91. Sometimes he'll send somebody. Sometimes he'll send himself. God said, I got this myself. Psalms number 91. Let's look at stanza number 14. It reads, because God's talking here. He said, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I'm about to show you my salvation. I'm about to show you my deliverance, my rescue, how I come through. I'm about to show you. God said, I'm going to do it. Woo! God will come through for us in time of trouble. Who's he talking about? Them that set his love upon him. That word set his, set his love is talking about to cling to him or to join themselves to him. We cling. That's what happens in prayer. You clinging to God. You joining yourself with Him. You like you getting closer to Him. Figuratively, it means to love Him. That's what we're doing. We loving on God when we praying to God. We loving on God when we spend time with God. God say, "You loving on me? I'm about to love on you back." We delight ourselves in Him. That's the other thing it means is to, to delight in. We delight in. We get a kick out of prayer. We just enjoy God. We just enjoy spending time with God. God said, "Well, I enjoy spending time with you." And ain't nobody going to jack nobody I enjoy spending time with. Because I'm going to handle this myself. God said, I will deliver you. That word deliver right there means to slip out. That is to escape. God will slip you out of the situation and make sure you escape. Glory to the living God. Now, some of, some of y'all want, want something more exciting than that. But, hey, it's exciting to get out your stuff in the situation that's facing you. You'll be excited when you get out of it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible said it'll be as though you dreamed. Peter tell you he was laying there asleep between four quatrains of soldiers. But then the angel had to wake him up. Boy, come on. And God got him out and delivered him out of it and stuff like that. God will deliver you out of it so that you can escape. It also translates carry away safe. God will carry you away safe. Take you up on eagle, eagle's wings and carry you away safe. Turn to Psalms number 18, please. 
Hallelujah. Psalms number 18. Oh, when you call upon the Lord in prayer, God will be right there. God will come through and deliver you and give you a way of escape too. Psalms number 18. I told you God will come himself and handle it, right? Come on, let's read it in scripture. Psalms number 18. Let's start reading it. Stanza number six. It says, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried upon my, unto my God. He heard my voice out of the temple, out of his temple. And my cry came before him, even into his ears. Just get it out your mouth, baby. It'll get it in his ears. Then the earth shook. Look at the results. Then the earth shook. When? when after God heard your prayers. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and was shaken. Why? Because he was wroth. Eastside Detroit say P-O'd. Why was he upset? Because somebody messing with mine. Because somebody messing with mine. Oh, you shouldn't ought to did it. Verse 8 say, there went up a smoke out his nostrils. And fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. Smoke came out God's nostrils. God said, I mean, come on, go in the cartoon ministry with me and stuff. God looked up and saw something. Remember sometimes when a person would see something go out, smoke come out their ears and their nose. What would they do? Says, they'd open up their mouth, fire come out, boy, like that. That meant, oh, you in trouble now. <laughs> trouble that. But when you cry in the garden, caught and crying to God, ooh, they in trouble now. God gets so fired up, smoke come out of his nostrils. <sighs> and fire come out of his mouth to bring it devours. Coals were kindled by it. Come on, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. This is this stuff is real. When Jesus Christ come back here and set his foot back on the ground, hallelujah. And the armies are going to come against him. And in Armageddon, when the armies come up against him, praise God, the Bible says he's going to open up his mouth and a fire is going to consume them. Why? Because this is my land. This is my place. I'm back here to take over, take control. I ain't playing no games. <laughs> he's just going to be blowtorching folk all over the place. Praise God. So since he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, since he's going to do it when he come back and get his world, what you think when he comes to get his girl and his, his boy and his girl? Same fire going to come out. Y'all don't want to hear me. Let's read. Stanza number nine. He bowed the heavens also and came down and darkness was under his feet. He bowed the heavens also. Y'all ain't reading the Bible, right? Come on now. He bowed the heavens I got to go to wrestling in order to explain this one. Praise God. I got to go to wrestling. Come on now. Whatever it is nowadays, it was WWE at one point, WWF. It's probably WWZ by now. Praise God. Oh, as long as many years, I don't watch it. But, but, but I remember, I remember, I remember, I mean, sometimes somebody would be in the middle of the ring and they get, they get bust up. Praise God. But then one of their partners from the dressing room run in. Praise God. And they might like run in and everybody cheering because they see they about to save them because maybe two or three bad guys is busting them up, hitting them with chairs and stuff like that. 
But then here come the good guy, the one that's got the belt, praise God. And he come running in, and he would slide up under the ring, under the bottom belt, praise God, and come up on his feet and start wearing folk out. That was sometime. Other times you see another guy come in the ring, get ready to step into the ring, and their manager might step up on there with them. And when they step up on the ring, they would like sit down on one belt and then hold up the other belt and let them step through like this, praise God. And then they come up and everybody cheering like, what's up? Like this is about to throw down. But every once in a while, a big fella would come to the ring. And he'd be walking down the aisle slowly. Everybody like, oh, see. And when he would step up, he didn't go under. He didn't go in the middle. He put his hand down on the top belt. Step over the top of it. To the point you're like, oh. <laughs> that guy about to kick some tail. Because he would bow the rope down and step over it. Y'all not hearing me up here. God said when he found out when you cried unto him about what was happening to you, about how somebody was coming to you, Bible says smoke started coming out of his nose, fire started coming out of his mouth, and he bowed down the heavens. He put his hand on the top of the heavens and pushed them down. Y'all know? <laughs> wow! <laughs> I bet you when the enemy look up there, they're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. You done messed up now, baby. God will bow down the heavens for you and then come out after you. That's some help, baby. And it says, and darkness was under his feet. Darkness represents the work of the devil. It represents the environment in which the devil does what he does. It represents what the devil does. And then look at it. It's under his feet. Under his feet means under his control. Under his feet means under his control. That when God shows up, he takes control in the middle of the situation. That no matter what's happened to you, it's under his feet. No matter what's going on in your life, it's going to be under his feet. Poverty is under your feet. Sickness is under your feet. Despair is under your feet. Everything else is going to be under his feet. Praise God. God's about to control the situation. Because God ain't showing up just to get a closer view. God's coming to deliver you. God's coming to rescue you. Somebody say, rescue me. God about to bow down some stuff. And step over and come get you, praise God. Hallelujah. That's good to me, praise God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're finding out about the pathways that we're to take to have the increased intimacy that God wants to be experienced by us. So, let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God desires for me and you. Let's walk along the pathways to increase intimacy with God that he laid out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best for you to get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, 
Come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up into the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And don't forget that today is the National Day of Prayer. So make sure that you take some time today, if you haven't already done so, to pray for our nation because our nation sure enough needs prayer. The theme for the National Day of Prayer is Pray Fervently in Righteousness and Avail Much. It's based on James chapter 5, verse 16, the B part, which reads, The effective prayer of a righteous man avails much. At a time when more and more people in our nation are calling wrong, right, and right, wrong, and our nation is going in a direction that, according to the Word of God, is absolutely wrong and ungodly too, we the people of God need to pray. The Bible says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. So let's join together and pray on the National Day of Prayer so that the prayers that we, the righteous, pray fervently can avail much. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed Edifier. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Childcare is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services are available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring, must not know G Dub. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 